0: Boxed, Ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds.
1: Good morning from JT. Welcome to uh, today's edition of Talking Greyhounds. The morning before the big dance, the Group 1 Australian Cup on tonight at the Meadows. A superfield, as I say. Good morning, Simone Fisher. Howdy, Simone.
2: Good morning, John. Gee, what a big night of racing we had ahead of us. Uh, we have ahead of us. It's um, outstanding, isn't it?
1: Oh, the field for the Australian Cup, I would say Marg Long and the team at the Meadows would be absolutely stoked. It was a, a pretty hot ticket to get, as last week showed, but I think it's a very, very strong field.
2: I think so too, and um, like some people have been saying, quite an open field. So mm. there may be some valued runners in there tonight, and also the Superstayers, Um it's a few tipping that Rip and Sam will, you know, oh. take the mantle. But uh, who knows? Vanderbilt just finds a way every time, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, she's a she's a great little pup. But that is that is an intriguing. Uh to Greyhound race, the Superstayers. What's on today's program, Simone? Well,
2: I'll be talking to the Meadows General Manager, Marg Long, about the Australian Cup final tonight and, of course, the Superstayers and what's in store for the 60th anniversary tonight. Also, Angela Langton about her chances in the final with Hasten Slowly.
1: OK, I look forward to having a chat to Angela later in the program. What's been making news this week in the world of pups, Simone? Uh, well,
2: obviously, the eight heats of the Australian Cup were run one one last Saturday night and uh, a terrific night of racing there. And the final, I think, John is what you would expect from a Group 1. Speed, strength, upsets, a roughie. Um There'll be plenty to talk about after tonight about our wonderful sport. And perhaps the sprinters we're upstaged again by Fanta Bale. Everyone just wants to get a piece of this greyhound, mm. don't they, and watch her run. And she's making her way into her 11th Group 1 final. And if she's to win tonight, she will surpass Fernando Bale's stake money tally. Wow,
1: that is just an incredible performance by Fantabar. We look forward to seeing her do that tonight, hopefully. What else has been going on?
2: Well, talking of the Meadows, um, they are implementing a new automated lure run-up system that will ensure a seven-second consistent run-up before every race. The lure drivers will still drive the lure throughout the race, but um, this is expected that with the Lewis starting in the same position for every race, that the Greyhounds may hone in on that um, seven seconds. They certainly know when it's dinner time if you're a minute early (laughs) or late. So um, perhaps it's to aid welfare, to get that consistency at every track that they go to. So over 800 trials have been conducted at the Meadows with positive feedback, and a two-month trial period begins Wednesday for race meetings. So interesting to see how that will go. And... I'll attempt to get Scott Robbins on the Mm. show in the next few weeks when all this, um, we've had so much top heavy with really good racing, so we'll do some of those other housekeeping duties in the next few weeks.
1: Okay, look forward to that starting uh, at the Meadows on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, Bruce Almighty, the dog who loved the red box, had 11 wins from it in his career, has been retired and Michael Floyd from Sandown has written a fabulous article with all the stats, he is a stats man. Um, He'd been racing for three years, Bruce Almighty, and in that time he had 130 starts with 36 wins and 29 placings. And his biggest win was defeating Dundee Osprey in the 2016 McKenna Memorial. Mm -hmm. He's been a super dog and, uh, like many have said, the dog that gets up at odds. So if you're on him at big odds, you... um, May have had a good collect there, so he has a, a great home waiting for him. And I, I might even get the owners, the McAlephs, who have been in greyhounds for a long, long time on the show one week as well.
1: Be a good story to listen to.
2: It sure would. Uh, 34 dogs have found new homes, uh, with the Bendigo Adoption Day last Sunday being a success. Uh, five heats of the Horsham and cup were run last night. We'll cover that in next week's show. The final will be next Saturday. And talking of adoptions and GAP, Sandown are hosting a Greyhound Community Adoption Day on the 17th of March. It's a free event with free activities, food vans, giveaways, and there will be 22 dogs up for adoption. It will also celebrate GAP's 22nd birthday, so um, a great initiative there. And registrations are essential. There are limited tickets, so all the info is on the website.
0: RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher.
1: Coming off the back, it's Bullion Breaker two clear. Spread Eagle on second. Four links to and then Demon Range on the corner. Bullion Breaker the leader. Spread Eagle is down the outside. Bullion Breaker tackle by Spread Eagle. The favourites get up to win. Spread Eagle first. Bullion Breaker second. Amalite was third. And welcome,
2: Marg Long, to the program, Marg. That must bring back some memories for you.
3: It uh, certainly does, Simone. You know, it was. I, I. It's probably one of the. You know, there are occasions you remember, massively, and and the joy uh, in that win for uh, Joe Pearl, who owned the dog, it was just amazing. He the dog won his Irish Joe, and um, he went back and he picked up the dog from the catcher and he held him up above his shoulders and showed him off to the crowd all the way back to the day. So it was just beautiful.
2: And he had tears streaming down his face too, didn't he?
3: He most certainly did. He was very, very emotional. I think everybody was emotional really because just the aura of the moment, you know, just, he was Joe so proud of his dog. It was, it was just beautiful.
2: And he was the king of Olympic Park, wasn't he? He, um, he just loved racing there.
3: He did. He, uh, he held the 600 metre record and um, you know, he won an Australian Cup over 500 metres. So yeah, he, he did love the clothes, absolutely loved the clothes.
2: So that was back in 1990, moving forward to <coughs> excuse me, 2018 and a huge night tonight, Marg, with the 60th anniversary of the Australian Cup. Are, are you at that point where you sort of wished it would be over or you just can't wait for the big night to happen?
3: Oh no, I love big nights. Absolutely love big nights. Um, you know, there's such a lot of work goes into them, but, but you get such a lot of pleasure out of it. And, you know, it's a, for us, it's a three-week trip of, you know, seeing the really, really good dogs race. We think we've got a great format where we run the three special events on night one. And then, <coughs> pardon me, we feed dogs through to the peak, but the, the, the ones that don't get seated through get an opportunity to qualify by going through prelims on that first week as well. And... You know, last week's racing was just enormous, just absolutely enormous. And then we get to the, the big final um, and we have the Super Stayers final as well So, it's a, and the Big Breeders final. It's a great night of racing.
2: Looking forward to it, like you mentioned, the big three weeks, the Tem Lee night, that was just a, a terrific night of racing. Of course, the Cup heats last week and the Super Stayers heats. And tonight, it's just not about the racing, though, is it, Meg? You have plenty going on trackside as well.
3: Yeah, well, there's been loads happening and marketing have been doing a sensational job in getting everything out there. we we've absolutely pleased to have Shane Nicholson, who is the Golden Guitar winner at uh, Tamworth this year. He's performing prior to the Cup and we've got um, loads of giveaways, lots of cash prizes this year. We've done cash prizes, including $10,000 cash prize, you know, uh, a number of $1,000 cash prizes. We've seen some terrific winners over the last two weeks. And, um, you know, tonight will be just just as good, no doubt. Uh, And there's plenty of entertainment everywhere, entertainment for the whole family, lots of things to win. You know, it's just going to be a fabulous night, really.
2: And by all accounts, there have been two massive nights attendance-wise over the last two weeks, so tonight shouldn't be any different, you would think?
3: Oh, I wouldn't think so. I think, you know, the weather's going to be nice to us and um, we're looking forward to a massive crowd. But, yeah, last week, there won't be any... uh, Kids running around with loads of colour on them like they were last week, which turned out to be a, 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 just a super promotion. The kids loved it, the colour fun fest, you know, it was, was great. So um, we won't see that this week, but there'll be plenty of other things for them to do. So, it's a, you know, it's a family event. We love it as a family event, Just it will be
2: well, getting back to the colour, Miles Delbridge came around to our place on Sunday night, and uh, he had still green in his
1: hair.
2: <laughs> I think he'd already had it washed once, so they were going back home to try and scrub the rest of the green out. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, I was a delight. We
3: had a look in our bathroom; we had the cleaners working there all night, but at the end of the night. I think the cleaners when they arrived Sunday morning might have thought, "What have we done here?" You
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would have burnt, would have earned their money. But let's have a look at the two finals, Marg. Uh, the Australian Cup final, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the winner. In quite an open field here, have you got an early tip? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think
3: it's a race of many chances. To be quite honest, and I, yes. I, I really, I really, and, and such. What's going to depend on box rides? There's a couple of very young dogs in there they have got ability, but these young dogs, you know, if they get an ounce of luck, they'll be in it. If, um, and, you know, you've got some very, very strong dogs in the race. So what happens out of box rise will be interesting. I mean, if your ability jumps like he's capable of, he's going to be right in it. Probably, I probably like and Bale a bit. I think he's drawn all right out in the pink, you know. I think he's a he's, um, very, very strong dog. a youngish dog, but a very strong dog, so... Uh, you know, there's a lot of chances, and then you never want to dispel the likes of Tony Brett's dogs because he's ingenious at getting dogs up in big races. Um, so, you know, with Opal Nira, uh, nice to have two Queenslanders in the in the race. So, um, Slicky just seems to get better each time he goes round now, and uh, terrific for John McCarthy. It, it's a, it really is a terrific race, and as a tough race. But some young trainers too. We've got you know young Matt Lanigan and Corey Grenfell, they're only young fellows, so it's it's such a thrill for them, I
2: reckon. Oh, for sure, Marg, and I spoke to all the trainers during the week and Tony Brett did say that Opal nera the timing of this race couldn't have been better for this greyhound. John McCarthy with Slick, he was happy... Oh, he said if he had a choice, he would rather have Box 8 with this greyhound, but he was happy enough having the red and, and the way this greyhound races, if he has a little bit of a chance to get through on the rails, he... He's just got an enormous mid-race section. The Greyhound I, I tend to like here is Chase and Crackers. And um, look, if he does what he did last week, he's going to be very, very hard to beat. He's been in five group one finals, and or five group race finals, and he's placed in all five to date. And I, I have a, a suspicion that he, he has to sort of begin, I think, like last week. He showed his absolute best, but... He may be a value runner. I think that's what's going to happen, Marg. We're going to have uh, plenty of value runners.
3: I think so. I think like you with Jason Crackers, um, what he's got is a, a massively strong finish, you know. And you know, he, he hasn't sort of been renowned for being terrific out of the boxes, but he can be. And he was he was quite spectacular last week. And I, I think he's right in the mix. It's a tough race, tough, tough race to pick the winner. I think, you know. But that's probably what you want. And as I say, so much is going to depend on what happens at box rise, isn't
2: it? It sure is. Let's have a quick look at the Superstayers final as well. $100,000 to these greyhounds. And uh, is this the race where kennelmate and Sam might <laughs> upstage Fanta Bale? That's the question everyone's asking. But as you know, every time she has that bit of pressure, she ups the anti Fanta, and she just wins. Yeah,
3: she just knows how to win. She is a true champion an absolute true champion. We don't don't see dogs like her come along that often. And I mean, she has been a group one winner over the three distances, which is a pretty incredible performance. And she just, like you say, every time you think, here's one to beat her, she doesn't. She just knows where the finish line is. And she's just a, a fantastic chaser. So We've got Santa flags happening for Santa Belle tomorrow. Oh, right. hope she gets up, and if she gets up, she will uh, have the all-time world record for prize money, which would be just super, you know. So we love to see people cheering them on. And uh, You know, uh, a couple of weeks back when she won, um, it, it was really, I thought it was something I haven't seen very much at all, really, probably not since Brett Lee. Um, but when she's coming up the home straight, the people, I could hear the people behind me in the crowd saying, "Go Fanta!" Just cheering her home, you know, absolutely cheering her home. And it was, you know, like they cheer all dogs home. But this was, <laughs> yes. this was, this was <coughs> pardon me, this was a, an absolute chorus. You know, it was, it was really quite amazing. So, yeah. Lovely
2: to see. She unites people that aren't uh, perhaps greyhound racing people. But Mag, we'll have to leave it there. I um, know you're on your way to work at the moment. <laughs> Can you hear those indicators ticking. But oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> best. That's fine. That's yeah, no, I know you. have been absolutely flat out this time of the year and done a terrific job. So all the best for the finals tonight. Thanks,
0: Sam. Doggy news from start
1: to finish. RSN Nine Two Seven is talking greyhounds. A very busy lady today, Marg Long, on her way to the Meadows. Hey Simone, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar guarantee quaddy pull tonight for the Meadows. Two hundred
2: and fifty here, two hundred and fifty there. It's big money, isn't it? It, uh, it is. Good opportunity to try and take a quaddie. i tell you who's been getting good quaddies, Neil Brown. Yeah. He is very mm, consistent on the quaddies. Yep, he's, um, a, he's a good
1: judge, Brownie. He,
2: he is. So perhaps follow Neil Brown's tips or <laughs> try and suss them out for a quaddie. That's that's great money. Gee, it, what yeah. a big night it's going to oh, be with everything. Su-
1: super night. And I'm, I'm with you on Chasing Crackers. I think uh, he's got a big chance to get the first G1 tonight.
2: I have a feeling it was his first win on the track. And yeah. he just showed. I mean, we've seen him. In he's the very sale strong. late. Yeah, he is. But he showed that he's got speed as well. Yeah. Which may be, who knows? I, I think it's just these type of races when there's not a clear-cut mm-hmm. favourite or a dollar fifty or. It'll something be three dollars. Like
1: th- it'll be three dollars. The field. Yeah. Um, or yeah. even probably even more. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah. that open open tonight. You could probably have two or three picks and still miss out. Yeah, all that right. would
2: be me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fast times. What has your iPhone shown this week? I'm tipping plenty.
2: There has been plenty. I've really had to cull these down, John. Um, so I do apologise for anyone that's had fast times. That it's not that I haven't seen them. It's just a fact I would be here all day. So zoom out for Michelle Malliamagri, a 23.49 at Bendigo over the 4.25. Darren Brown has had a couple of quick runners. Percy's Empire has run a 27.80 at Bendigo over the 500 and a 29.86 at the Meadows over the 5.25. He also had Chief Sidekick run a 29.38 at Sandown. Silent Baloney, a 22.37 at Geelong over the 400 for Graham Jose. Hecton Vale, of course, in that heat of the Australian Cup, a 29.75 for the Daily Kennels there at the Meadows. Mm. Zipping Monty and Zipping Paris for Carolyn Jones both ran a 29.46 at sale over the 5.20. Federal Agent a 27.15 at Horsham over the 4.85 for Rod Clark. Another really quick one, some wheels for Graham James in a maiden, a 4.50 win there in 24.97 at Ballarat. Aston Dinigan a 390 Shepherd and win in 21.98 for Paula Bella and Aston Utah for Des Douch a sale win in 29.41 over the 520 there and that's just a few of them.
1: That's <laughs> the tip of the iceberg.
0: It's the expert pick Simone's
1: run of the week. Well, you've got plenty of material from last Saturday night, Simone.
2: I have, and I'm giving Chase and Crackers the run of the week here, John. There's mm-hmm. just something about that run. Uh, we don't often see him do that, and there were so many that you could choose for run of the week. You could play it safe with Fanta again or even Rippin Sam, but there's something about chasing crackers. I hope that's an omen.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> you, you, I, I think it, with 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 a lot of greyhounds, I just it takes a bit of time for it to actually click, and I think you saw in that run last week that he's ready.
2: I think so. I think we're so used to seeing him come through a field like the Melbourne Cup and mm. the Sale Cup will come from behind a little bit, run off the pace and really strong at the end. But... We You've, saw a different side to him. Yeah,
1: really, when, when you think about whether it's uh, it's a horse or a, or, or a greyhound, a horse, of course, has a driver or a jockey to put it in that position early on, but a greyhound has to do it on its own volition. You saw last week that he now can put himself into a race at the start and then finish it off.
2: That's the thing, and we know he can finish it. Mm. So I think, wouldn't it be great to see Slick and him going head-to-head down the back, two strong Whoa, greyhounds? Look out. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, and even Hecton Vale, I, I love seeing strong runners, but uh, strong winners. But um, who knows? We might see Opal Nero jump straight to the front or Raw Ability, and just, you know, it's all over, Red Rover.
1: That's what we love about the sport. You just don't know what is going to happen. <laughs> we don't. What's going to happen here on RSN is we're going to take a break here on Talking Greyhounds. The other side will have a chat to Angela Langton, who has hastened slowly going around in the big dance tonight.
0: Love your doggies. The Greyhound leader, RSN 927. <laughs> doggy news. From start to finish, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds.
1: That we most certainly are on uh, Australian Cup morning. Uh, Now on the program, Simone's going to have a chat with trainer Angela Langton who will uh, put the polish and uh, put the the collar on Hasten slowly. He'll jump from box seven tonight in the Australian Cup. Currently around an $18 shot uh, with tab fixed. (laughs)
0: One's making news around the kennels?
2: Good morning, Angela. Thanks for joining us this morning on what I know is going to be a very busy and big day for you. Hasten slowly through to the Australian Cup final. Must have been a big thrill for you last week. Yeah, it certainly
4: was Simone. I always had a Hoped he'd have a little chance of winning, but um, you know when he jumped in front of us, he Jill, you know was very good. I thought he'd had a good chance, and yeah, he got through, so it was
2: super to see. And he'd only had two starts. Well, that was his second start after about eight weeks off. So he goes into this final with another run under his belt, a heat win, which was a terrific win. So how are you feeling about him going into the final?
4: Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully he can improve a little bit. He's had a bit of time off now, and he can trying to get back, and if he, he will have to find a little bit, I think, to be able to compete. But, you know, he's drawn badly, and we just got to hope that he can begin well enough to put himself in the race, because he's a really nice little dog, and, you know, he gives his best every time, and it's very exciting just to make a final with him.
2: You said that you'd started this greyhound quite early. Uh, what was the reason for that? Uh,
4: I guess he was going so well, and... I think at the time probably a race came up for him and then the Great Chase. So I think the Great Chase was the key at the time. We had to win a race, one race to get into it and he hadn't started. So um, we put him in a maiden at Sandown, hoping he'd win his start so that he'd be eligible for the Great Chase because he was running time good enough to probably win a race
2: like that. He ran that 29.67 at Sandown. Then he's come back and run a thirty and, 10 and a 30.04 at the Meadows. Like you mentioned, perhaps Box 7 isn't the best box for him. He railed beautifully last week and um, once he found those rails if he if he can get to them I don't think he'll let anything underneath him.
4: No, he definitely rails really well and I guess the key to him with Box 7 is he's just going to have to begin really well which is going to be hard. It's a hard task from out there and no, it's a super field so we're just hoping for a little bit of luck and
2: hope he can begin as well as I know he can begin sometime. You said he has run a 5.04 there before I mean if he can run something like that he's got Opal Neera on his inside but he doesn't have a lot of pace with Hector Bale on his outside he probably has to run around that time to put himself in the mix does he? Yes yeah,
4: definitely he's got to be able to get down below five seconds to, you know, to have any chance of leading the race and you know, he's probably not going to run some of those dogs down because they're very strong also and, you know, there's none of them the a great 30 seconds, so you're not going to run dogs
2: down like Chasing Crackers or even the dog in the red box, so he really has to begin well to put himself in the race. He's got a great record, Angela. 14 starts, uh, 7 wins and 5 placings. It's a terrific record for a greyhound that's only just turned 2 and had a couple of months off racing, so you must be excited about his future.
4: Yes, he definitely is probably one of the better pups in the kennel and, you know, he's such a lovely dog, he does everything right, he's got a great temperament and you really couldn't fault him, he's just a beautiful dog to have and, you know, it's um it's a thrill to have a pup like him. Some of the litter are, are good and some of them can't run as strong as him but he definitely is the standout in the litter.
2: Well, it's certainly a big step up in class for him tonight, but uh, he's in very capable hands. I mean, you're no stranger to preparing greyhounds for group races and group one races. So, Angela, best of luck with Hasten slowly tonight. Thank you
4: very much, Simone.
0: All greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds.
1: Angela Langton there with hasten slutty. And good luck to Angela. I hope the pup runs a big race tonight. Dogs to follow, Simone.
2: Well, last week's dog to follow, Trit Trit, won at the Meadows on Wednesday over the 634 and 42. My dog to follow this week got some wheels at 24.97 maiden winner in a heat at Ballarat. Over the four fifty at only its second start. This Greyhound's by Beckham Bale out of power to excite for Graham James. He's a half brother to Shaw to excite. So mm-hmm. he will be in the maiden final next Wednesday.
1: Well named Got got some wheels. Got I, some I reckon, wheels. I reckon yes. I reckon, he, I, reckon he's, <laughs> I reckon he's got some.
2: I think he has too. He's got a big motor. Gee, he's got some speed.
1: What about a best <laughs> bet tonight, Simone? This is a this is a rather hard meeting this evening. I'm looking forward to getting out to the meadows and watching all the action, but it's not going to be an easy task to find a winner.
2: No, I've tried to look a field rather than just to keep the two cups. But I've come up with the Vic Breeders final here. Race three, number eight, tonight at the Meadows. It's a bull for Ray Hennessy. He won this box in his semi-final. Uh, he doesn't have any pace on his inside, and he's by Alan D, the track record mm-hmm. holder at the Meadows. This race is worth, like I said, $25,000 to the winner. So it's a bull. Uh, race three, number eight, tonight.
1: Not a bad purse. twenty-five large. Very good. Yep. Mm. What is coming up this week, Simone?
2: Well, Horsham Cup final next Saturday, of course. The Greyhound Community Adoption Day on the seventeenth of March at Sandown, and also the Launching Pad is not far away at Sandown either. I know they were giving out um, tickets last night, mm. uh, Thursday night at Sandown, for certain races. Greyhounds winning, they yep. got um, tickets to the Launching Pad.
1: Really good series. So uh, the Launching Pad. We'll have a chat with Mick Floyd as we get closer to that. Who's your tip uh, tonight in the in the Cup, Simone?
2: Chasing crackers, but I like the one, three, and the eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trifecta. I yeah, and I can't decide on raw Ability or Opal Nero, and who knows? Something like uh, Hasten Slowly or uh, Corey Grenfell's dog, it, dog might get up. Who knows? Or even Matt Lanigan's, and just it, throw it sounds it all like into we're sitting next. on the
1: fence. But really, this is a very, very open cup. ability's box draw box drawer of four makes it a challenge for him.
2: He does, but then the way he can come out running a 507 as well, I mean, he's running well, a he 2973 on the track.
1: If he can just get clear air, they, they will certainly have something to chase.
2: Yeah, and he'll be winning his third Group 1 in which, the space of about two months.
1: Which <laughs> is uh, which is no mean feat because I don't think there's any easy Group 1s. And does Fanta win the Stayers?
2: Well, I'm not going to jump off the Fanta bandwagon because nah. she can always find a way, but... I wouldn't be disappointed if she didn't. We can't ask any more of her, and I think we have all collectively, the whole greyhound community, run out of words to describe this greyhound and um, superlatives. Well, it, just... it is,
1: it, it is, it is. She is the greyhound equivalent of Winks. So we she see is. Winx go around in Sydney at a dollar eight or something like that in the Apollo. But of um, Bale is doing what Winks is, is, has done for thoroughbred racing. She's doing what uh, Winks has done in the greyhound sense. And if That's she right. wins tonight, eleven G ones. That's amazing. That's astounding. Yeah, 11 Group 1s.
2: Unbelievable. Who wins that?
1: No. It, it's a, it's a and, you know, full, full testament uh, to, um, to the trainer. And, Big,
2: and it would be over Rob, $1.3 million in prize money.
1: Yeah, you know, and the thing about Rob Britton would be the same as Chris Waller. The the most important thing is the, the, the welfare of uh, Fanta Bale.
2: That's exactly it. The,
1: the, exactly the, it. The, the purse is not the issue. It's, it's the welfare of the pup.
2: It is. And... Robert's been in the game long enough to mm. know that he's um always going to put the greyhound's best interests first and he has mentioned he wants to continue racing her. But when you look at her running, John, she's got every reason to continue racing. She mm. doesn't have a hard time. She doesn't get knocked around, no. does she? She doesn't she doesn't it's I suppose, not like a sprint race. She's I got suppose in staying races
1: they do string out a bit more and she she's got the race sense to sort of navigate through.
2: A lot cleaner racing mm. and it, it obviously it, it shows the longevity of the dogs sometimes mm. with the staying races. They don't get the injuries as much and they don't get knocked around as much um, mm. as some of the sprint races. But who knows? I, I am going to stick with Fanta. But um look, Rip and Sam is a very exciting young dog. Yeah. Quick Jagger, he won the Sale Cup, he's exciting as well. And um Ascaban
1: I think they're the four. One.
2: I think so. Uh, I think so. But
1: we well, might Too have a nice. sit- situation as we had uh, in the Melbourne couple a couple of years ago with Fander Bale and Dina, double one. And yes. Dinah was always the bridesmaid, and look out.
2: That's right. Fernando was the red-hot tip yeah. that night, and Dinah doubled one just... Just reeled him in. But Robert's got three in the final, but like Beckham as well, so... Yeah. He um, could
1: trifecta the race. There so you go. <laughs> There's another bit.
2: We can come up no, with all these no. permutations. No, no,
1: no pressure on you, Rob. Hey, Simone, great, great show. Enjoy the, enjoy the racing tonight. It's going I to be will. an absolute cracker. In the meantime, keep those tails wagging. Short break coming up here on RSN 927. The other side will go talking trots. Cranburn Cup is on tonight.
0: We'll be uploading the best of today's talking greyhounds to rsn.net.au.